Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. In today's episode, we're going to talk about getting the life of God into your body. Getting the life of God into your body. Before we get into that, though, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to all of our partners. Those of you that are partners with Chad Gonzalez Ministries, it's because of you we are able to do everything that we're doing. We've literally gone all around the world last year, published several of our books in different translations, released a new book. Uh, We've got a brand new a book called Possessors of Life that just came out in December. If you're not aware of it, hey, you need to get a copy of it. You can go to Amazon.com, get you a copy, or you can go to our website at ChadGonzalez.com and uh, get it that way as well. It's also available in an ebook. Uh, speaking of the website, if you haven't been there in a while, go check it out. We recently had it redesigned. Looks really, really nice. Um, also at ChadGonzalez.com on the website. At the end of this month, you'll be able to get access to the Healing Academy. I am so excited about this project. Uh, It's something we have been talking about for several years. It's finally coming to fruition at the the push of several of my friends, uh, several minister friends of mine that kept telling me, hey, you really need to do some type of training in regards to healing, training people how to do that. Uh, We finally got that process going toward the end of the summer. And so uh, in just a few weeks, it'll be releasing the Healing Academy. This is the first phase of it. And it's a video training series. And volume one is nine video sessions. We filmed these in 4K. It looks sharp. It also comes with three books, Naturally Supernatural, Think Like Jesus, our brand new book, Possessors of Life. You'll be able to get this all as a digital download. Or uh, if you would like to have it, uh, all the video sessions and everything on a USB Uh, That'll be available as well. Uh, So just a couple of weeks, it'll be available. And then we're hoping uh, to start filming volume two uh, toward the end of the spring, first part of the summer, so that it'll be available uh, to be released roughly around the first part of the fall. But I'm really excited. I've already been hearing from several pastor friends of mine. They're going to be using volume one uh, to do for their small groups this spring for their church. Uh, Some of them are going to use them on Wednesday nights. Uh, We really uh, intentionally designed this to be used for uh, groups, uh, small groups to be used within your church, but it can also be used for individual study. So this is all self-paced, but most of my friends, they're going to be using this uh, as like a nine-week group within their church. So I'm thrilled about it. And what will also happen through this is that once you complete the the, uh, volume one, uh, you'll get a certificate of completion from that. It'll give you access into uh, the Healing Alliance. The Healing Alliance is something that we're starting up. It'll be a group of like-minded people who are going after God, going after the supernatural, willing to go after what the world and unfortunately the church today calls impossible and continue to push these things. But give us an avenue, uh, you know, to let iron sharpen iron for us to be able to talk, uh, for us to be able to share ideas, uh, share testimonies, things that we're going through. And then also give you access to some special meetings we'll do for just those that are within the Healing Alliance. Uh, It'll be me bringing several of those that I consider mentors, close personal friends that are getting results. So again, we can all learn from each other. So 
Again, be on the lookout in just a couple of weeks. Volume one of the Healing Academy will be releasing. I am thrilled about this, and we personally believe this is going to be a game changer in the area of healing. Lastly, if you haven't been to our Facebook or YouTube page, please go to those. Make sure to like and follow those uh, that will help us continue to get the word out and continue the momentum uh, that we have. So excited about 2020, and I'm so excited that you are a part of it with me. We're believing that this is going to be our best year ever. We're believing this is going to be your best year ever. And we are going to experience God like we have never experienced God before. So let's get into today's episode. We're talking about getting the life of God into your body. There's a statement that Smith Wigglesworth made. I absolutely love it. Uh, He said this. He said, there's only one thing that will meet the needs of the people, and that's for you to be immersed in the life of God. Let me read that to you again. He said, there's only one thing that will meet the needs of the people, and that's for you to be immersed in the life of God. Now, we're going to talk later on about releasing the life of God into others, but I want to talk today about getting the life of God into your body. Now, uh, a few months ago, we talked about the life of God and about how the life of God becomes ours because of our union with Christ. If you haven't uh, listened to that, heard that at all, go back and listen to that podcast. Also, if you have a copy of Possessors of Life, I mean, it's all in there. It's It's all we talk about is the life of God. But just go through and look at those scriptures in John. Uh, I call it the road of life. You know, when I grew up uh, going to church, uh, my Baptist friends, I went to a Baptist youth group on Wednesdays. And so I learned the Roman road. And so scriptures in the book of Romans that leads you down the path of salvation. Well, if you go through the book of John, it's what I call the road of life. And it's scriptures throughout John that leads you down this road, this wonderful, beautiful road of understanding the life of God that God I wanted in Christ and got it in him so that Jesus could use it, release it. And then he ultimately got into us so we could do the very same thing. We could use it for ourselves and we could release it. Let's talk about getting your body uh, flooded with God. So you can be full of the life of God and yet you cannot experience the results of it. How do I know? Because every single believer is filled with divine life, but not every single believer is experiencing divine health. Many times it's out of ignorance. Uh, Other times it's simply because we've allowed the things of life to take up too much attention. But we must know that we have it, and then we must maintain our awareness of it. Now, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, the Apostle Paul said this. He said, May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self and dwelling your innermost being and personality. I'm reading this out of the Amplified. Verse 19, he says, that you would be filled up throughout your entire being to all the fullness of God, so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God himself. So in Ephesians 3, we find one of the Apostle Paul's prayers. They pray daily for the church. And these are spirit-filled prayers that you should be praying for yourself. You need to pray them for your family, your staff. One thing I've noticed with the prayers that Paul prayed for the believer that he was always praying for God to give revelation. You never find Paul praying, God, give them more power. God, give them more anointing. In Ephesians chapter 1, Paul also prays that God would help us understand the plan of God for our lives. He prayed that we would understand the inheritance that we have. And he also prayed that we would know the magnificent power that's in us 
that raised up Jesus from the dead. In Ephesians 3, Paul prays that we would understand not only the love of Christ, but also that power that's within our spirit would flow into our entire being. I love the Amplified translation of verse 19 where Paul says, pray that you would be filled up throughout your entire being and be completely filled and flooded with God himself. This tells me you can have the power that was released into the universe, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead in your spirit, and yet it not be in your body. It also tells me that the life that Jesus gave us, it can be experienced in various degrees. Now, if you're saved, you're saved. I mean, there's no degrees or levels of salvation. However, there's obviously people that are experiencing the results of that salvation and greater or lesser levels than others. I mean, I think you, you and I, we would both attest to that. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13 says this. It's the New King James Version. says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it's God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. You see, it's our responsibility to work out what God has put in us. You see, grace put the contents of salvation in our spirit, but faith releases it. However, you can't have faith for something that you don't know you have. You also can't release something that's not real to you. See, we understand that revelation is progressive. So the more revelation we get in an area, then the more we will walk in and we should experience. And it's the same in the area of the life of God. We must know it's available, but then it must become real to us. See, our work is not to heal ourselves. Our work is to renew our mind so the life of God can work in us. You see, the life of God within us, it must go from a truth that I see in Scripture to a reality that usurps everything that I experience with my physical senses. Let me say that again. The life of God within us, it must go from a truth that I see in Scripture to a reality that usurps everything that I experience with my physical senses. You, the moment the life of God becomes more real to you than your sickness, that's when miracles start happening. What you think on the most, that's what's going to be so real to you. And as a result, it's what you're going to experience. Most of you have read or heard Proverbs 23, 7. It says, as a man thinks, so is he. My friend Jim Hockaday, he made this statement several years ago I thought was so good. And I've applied it in my life. Jim said, how you do life is how you will do faith. He said, how you do life is how you will do faith. See, how I operate, how you operate in your daily life, how I operate in my daily life, what I put my mind on, what I choose to dwell on, my faith is going to be an automatic byproduct of how I live my daily life. If I want to have the divine life of God flowing in my body, it's up to me. If you want to have the life of God flowing in your body, it's up to you. I'm not trying to get God to give it to me. Through my union with Christ, God already gave everything to me. He gave everything to me that pertains to life. He gave me his divine nature and this life and power. It's already in my spirit through my union with Christ, but I must choose to make it real to me. And I do that by my thoughts. You see, he gave it to me, but I have to grow in it. I have to work it out. Remember what Paul said, work out your salvation. There's something on the inside that you need to work out. It needs to be released. Romans chapter eight and verse five, it says, for those who live according to the flesh, they set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, they set their mind on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and it's peace. So what we think on, that's our choice. You can choose to be worried or you can choose to be at peace. 
You can choose to dwell in the situation of death, or you can choose to dwell in your possession of divine life. But when you set your mind on the results of the curse of this world, it's going to produce death. You'll never see the results that God wants and it's intended for you. But when we choose to set our mind on the results of the blessing of Christ and the realities of the life of God in us, it will produce life and peace. So if we want life and peace in our body, well, it's already in our spirit. So we got to work it out. And the way we work it out is by grabbing our thoughts and seeing according to heaven's reality. God calls this being spiritually minded. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1. Uh, these couple of scriptures here, some of my favorites. Paul says, if you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So God doesn't want you thinking like someone from earth. He wants you thinking like someone from heaven. The world is cursed and it's experiencing the results of the curse in the financial system, the health system, all the other systems in the world. But because we're born from heaven, God doesn't want you thinking like that. Because if you do, you know what's going to happen? Well, that's what you're going to experience. But notice what God said. He said, you need to set your mind. Why? Because our thoughts are constantly going everywhere. Have you ever noticed when you sit down to read your Bible or you spend time you sit down and spend time praying in the Spirit, and all of a sudden, all these thoughts start showing up. As a spirit, we have authority over our soul because our mind is our slave. And we have to control what we think, and we cannot allow our thoughts to wander over to the realities of this world. But, and don't, don't misunderstand me, we're, we're not denying the circumstances that we face. And we're not denying the circumstances that we see. But we got to realize that because of where we're from, and who we are born of, the realities of this world should not be our realities. God's realities, they supersede the world's realities. And God's wanting us to conform to his mindset and not the mindset of the world. You get that? I mean, it's renewing our mind. It's being spiritually minded. And this is how you begin to experience the life of God. You have to know that it's there. And we've talked about that before. You have to know that it's there and it's available but as you begin to put your mind on these things, it begins to become real to you. And what is real to you, that is what you will put your faith on automatically. And what is real to you, that is what you will begin to experience. You see, remember we said our job is not to heal ourselves. Our job is to, to control our thoughts and put our thoughts and maintain our awareness of him on the inside of us and everything that came with that. You know, there was a situation about two years ago. We were going through a really tough time in our church. There was a lot of stuff going on. We were facing pressure from, from every side. Uh, we were also in the middle of a building project, and we needed a lot of money in a very, very short amount of time. And I was doing really good, controlling my mind, my thoughts, staying in faith about everything for, for months. And then there was one day I just allowed my mind just to go crazy. And the next thing I knew... At the end of the day, I went to get a shower, and when I walked into the shower, I looked, and I had these red bumps and splotches all over my body. All of a sudden, my throat started swelling up. I was having a hard time breathing. I didn't know what was going on. And so a friend of mine, uh, Lacey had called them, was talking to them, was a medical person, and they told them uh, it sounded like what was going on. They said, you need to get him to the emergency room quick so his throat doesn't close up. Well, I didn't want to go to the doctor, didn't want to go to the hospital. Me and Lacey are fighting about it. 
But I finally gave in to her. So we get into the car, drive to the hospital, and we pulled up to the emergency room parking lot. So we're sitting in the parking lot. And right before we go in, I told Lacey, I was like, wait, I'm not wanting to go in. We're still fighting over it. I'm not wanting to go in. My throat's really closing up. I'm having a hard time breathing and swallowing. I said, look, give me 10 minutes. Just give me 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, if it's not any better, I'll go in. And so she was in agreement with me. So I sat there. And so for 10 minutes, I'm sitting in the passenger seat of our vehicle. And I put my mind on the life of God. I began to think about the life of God that was within me. God being big in me. You know, kind of like Brother Hagen, Kenneth Hagen used to say, you know, we need to be God inside minded. I just put my thoughts on that. I began to think about that. And it wasn't this thing I'm confessing, 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 trying to get something to happen. I wasn't confessing. I was thinking. I was renewing my mind, getting my mind back on who was in me, what was within me. And literally, over the next couple of minutes, those things that were on my body, those bumps, that rash, all that, that began to go away. My throat began to open up. And I didn't end up going inside. And I got my way. And we just went home. Uh, because all of that went away. No medications, no nothing like that. I just got my mind back where it needed to be. You see, what the healing power, the medicine that I needed, it was already within my spirit. I just needed to release it. And the way that I released it was I had to become more aware of what was within me and then what was going on on the outside of me. You hear what I just said? I needed to be more aware of what was within me than what was on the outside of me. And yet, I, I've experienced these things many times. I mean, having healing meetings, I mean, you, you feel it, you sense it, the power of God just flowing. And I've had times where I'm more aware of God uh, at one moment than I am at other times. You and I, I mean, we've experienced this all the time. You go to church, so you go to a really good church service, and man, you can just sense the presence of God. And you leave church, and 30 minutes later, you're at the restaurant, and, and you know, it's like uh, God's a million miles away and, you know, people are irritating you and you're wanting to scream at the waiter or waitress because they didn't do a good job or something. I mean, it's this constant back and forth. It's this statement that Smith Wigglesworth made uh, years ago. He said that backsliding isn't when you sin. Backsliding is when you're less aware of God than what you were, you know, five minutes ago. And that's what it comes down to. It's, it's constantly fluctuating. Our awareness of God, our awareness of the life of God, it's constantly fluctuating. There's no uh, staying in the middle. You're either going forward or you're going backward. There, there's no just, just staying there because your, your mind and your emotions, your body is constant fight. And so we have to maintain our awareness of that. But when you're more aware of the problem than you are the life of God within you, I wrote this down. I want, let me read this to you. When you are more aware of the problem than you are of the life of God within you, your results will be no different than the sinner. If you don't get anything else from today than that, that was worth you listening today. When you're more aware of the problem than you are the life of God within you, your results are going to be no different than that of the sinner that has not the life of God within them. You see, you can have something within you, but if you're not aware of it, your results will be no different than the person who doesn't have it. So, you know, let's make it real practical. If I have $20 in my pocket and you don't have $20 in your pocket, then I've got the ability to spend $20. I've got the ability to experience something that you don't. But if I don't know I have that $20, then I am in the same situation that you are. Neither one of us can spend anything. 
Neither one of us can spend $20 because we don't know that we have it. And that's the way every single Christian is compared to the sinner. We've got something that's on the inside of us, but if we're not aware of it and we don't know that we have it, then our results are going to be no different than them. It's going to be no different than them. So what it comes down to is this. We have to put our mind not on the sickness, not on the problem, We have to put our thoughts on our union with Christ. We have to put our thoughts on the life of God that's within us. Yes, we need to understand our authority and and the power of our confessions. But, you know, I don't go through a a 10 or 20-page confession sheet trying to get something to happen. Yes, I do have confession sheets, uh, you know, scriptures that I've written down, confessions that I read through, but I'm doing it from the standpoint of renewing my mind, not reading all through those things so that I hope that by the time I get done, uh, something has happened. Uh, remember, Swift Wigglesworth said, remember, he, he said that the need, the thing that'll take care of everything is for you and I to be immersed in the life of God, for you and I to be immersed in the life of God. So if we want to see some changes happen and we just kind of we just from a very uh, basic elementary standpoint, just kind of covering the surface today in regards to the life of God in our body. But it really very simply comes down to what we put our mind on, what we're thinking about, maintaining our awareness of what's within us. Remember some of those scriptures that we've looked at today, that we need to work out what's within us. Paul said that his prayer was that our whole entire being filled and flooded with the life of God. That means we can be at the point where, I mean, our skin is oozing, oozing with the life of God. So that when sickness and disease touches us, gets around us, I mean, it dies instantly. And that's where you get in talking about uh, what John Lake talked about, that, that the, the, the law of life that is operating, operating in my life, operating my body. We'll talk more about that next uh, month and next month's podcast. But I hope you got something out of this today. Remember that one statement, that the more aware you are of the life of God within you, the more that you will begin to experience it. And yet, if you're not aware of what's within you, your results are going to be the very same as that of the sinner. So today, the rest of this month, January, it's 2020, a brand new year, brand new decade. Let's determine we're going to be more aware of God on the inside of us and subsequently the life of God within the the inside of us like we've never been before so that we can experience it for ourselves and ultimately we can turn around and we can help other people experience the life of God in their bodies and we can see more miracles in our lives and our families, our church, our ministries than we have never seen before. Friends, share and share this podcast with your friends. I would very much appreciate it. If you haven't already, if you could leave us a review on uh, whatever medium that you're listening to this podcast on. Again, make sure go to our social media, Facebook, YouTube, check those things out. And lastly, if you haven't left us a review on Amazon for Possessors of Life and you've read the book, please do that. We've got some great momentum with a uh, book right now and we want to make sure and get the word out for everyone so they can get a hold of that. God bless you. We so appreciate you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. We love you and we're going to do great things together in 2020. Remember that in Christ, we always win.